I'm going to go downstairs where I have like ideas for, or at least I can write jokes down. Um, until then, though, listen uh, to Kevin Lanigan, everybody. Kevin. Another round of applause for Vern Tooley, everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody. I am TV's Kevin Lanigan. I appreciate everyone who showed up here tonight. I cannot see a single face. There's at least five of you, though, and I appreciate this quintuplet of people that showed up. Uh, so first off, and I was just handed on my way to the stage a list of ground rules by the, by the monocle that they want us to follow here tonight. Uh, I don't want to do this any more than you want to hear it, but hey, that's the way that it goes. Uh, so number one, photography of the event is encouraged. We encourage all of you to take out your phones. Please turn off your flash, though, as it is distracting to the performers, and it might kill me. Number two, in the very likely event that the performers on stage engage in homoeroticism for the sake of comedy, know that this has been approved, but that the performers on stage are legally obligated to follow the homoeroticism to its logical conclusion. And it is on you, the audience, to hold us accountable. So the slightest hint of a gay joke, I need someone to yell kiss. At which point we on stage are obligated to kiss. That's just, and I didn't run that by the boys downstairs, that's just me and the monocle coming together to make their lives harder. Rule number three, everyone in this room is going home with somebody tonight. That is the Puffin Publishing Guarantee. Okay, this is a show about love. Every single one of you is pairing up with somebody tonight. Okay, we want to force you into love. That is why we are here. It might not be immediately obvious, but we're here to encourage love. Now, for some of you, this might be easier than others. I don't mean that in an offensive way. Just a statement of fact. Those in relationships right now who brought their significant other might think they are safe. You are wrong. When the show is over, all bets are off. Okay, and if I were you, I'd start calling dibs now. I wouldn't want to be there when the show is over, when the lights come up, luxuriating in my giggles, and look over and see that some jerk has stolen my best gal. So if there's someone special to you in the audience tonight, nose goes right now. That's my advice to you. But no more joking around, let's begin. I didn't earn that. Garbage. There's nothing written in here. Now, some of you might have some questions about the show you're about to see, as if the Puffin Publishing Podcast is a bit of an obscure item that maybe everyone doesn't know about. We have a green room stuffed with the finest authors of this or any age. The greatest literary minds of all time are waiting backstage to bring you the joy of comedy through the gift that we were bestowed for some reason of time travel, we have assembled the greatest authors ever known in the back room. Now you might say, I don't know a whole lot about books. Well, I don't know a whole lot about books, but maybe you don't either. Don't worry. I'm not convinced these people know a lot about books either. Most of them seem kind of illiterate. Don't worry. You'll see in a minute. But we're going to begin this Puffin Publishing Podcast, a live, the first live recording of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. We are going to begin this one as we begin 
all instances of the Puffin Publishing Podcast. In a world where the timeline is shattered and every famous historical figure exists at the same time, one publishing house dares try reunite the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast. That's all right. Are we just splitting one microphone between the four of us? That's all right. That's all right. All right. So we are the bros. Okay, cool. I've been to the four-way before. It's all right, bro. So we are the boys of the Alpha Kappa fraternity. Thank you for coming out to Alpha Kappa night. Alpha Kappa. Alpha Kappa. That's right. Alpha Kappa, we're the biggest fraternity on campus. This campus is known as St. Louis, Missouri. We are here to have a good time. Word up. A good time? Good time. But a safe time. All right, we're not here to get anybody in trouble. We want to have a good time. We want everybody to get home safe. We want you all to feel secure. We're not going to do anything you don't want to do. All right, we're not that kind of bro. We're the good bro. We're the safe bro. We're the kind of bro you bring home to mom. <laughs> we ain't too hot. We ain't too cold. We're the good bro. We're not. The bro in the middle. We're not. We're the Goldilocks like the bros. Yeah, we're not yeah. too hard. The Brody Locks. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, guess we all introduce ourselves. My name is uh, Alpha Kappa Bro uh, Chet. Yo, 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 I'm Film Bro Chaz. Got my, what? Got my children in Manhattan. Cool. I'm head of social media, Rocket. <laughs> Bubble Light! Bubble Light! Bubble Light! Bubble Light! That's right. So, let's begin the show. Everyone feel cool. Have we done anything that has made you upset? Would you like to talk about it? I'm a, I'm a licensed counselor. I'm majoring in behavioral science. We're going to make sure that you feel okay. All right, seems like everybody's cool. Seems yeah. like everybody's cool. Just going to check in periodically. Absolutely. Uh, one thing, uh, you can take bros. take away consent at any time. One thing, bros, I just realized. Dark in this room. Where are these shades? Bad idea. Not safe. I'm going to take these off. Hey, Whoa. Got to be safe. Gotta You're be a safe. handsome man. Got to be safe. I'm going to politely and delicately toss these out to the audience. Just to let you know. Please catch them if you want them. But do it safely, bros. Yeah. Please. That was safe. Bad start, bad start. Bad start. That's safe. All right. Bad start, bad start. Now, it was our own fault for kind of staging this thing in a bar. We don't want to, don't go crazy, all right? Like, the monocle is very nice to host us here, but, like, make sure you have a plan. Make sure you have a designated driver or an Uber and route. We have an Uber account, and if you need a ride home, just put in the name Puff. Uber the name Puff, and you will get a free ride home. Or, or, if Uber ain't your way, ain't Uber ain't your way, we also got ourselves a Lyft account. The password is safe, because we want you all to be safe. Yo, 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 we got a Lyft? We're the only ones with Lyft accounts. My cousin Travis died in a Lyft car. Aw, damn, moment of silence for Travis. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. I said moment of silence, you're constantly talking. (laughs) Sorry. All right, cool. All right, that's over. I feel better about it. All right, now, in case you don't have an Uber, you don't got the money, I understand, but I do not want you driving. So I'm going to come around, I'm going to collect everybody's car keys, okay? Give us your keys. No, no, seriously, give us your keys. No, 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 I got your keys, man. Give us your keys. Come on, okay. Nope. All right, good. Nope. Everyone's going to be safe? Everyone's going to be safe? Nope, you good? You good? You good? You good? I don't believe you're good. You guys going to be safe? I'm looking you right in the eye. I don't think you're You're in the corner. In the corner. You're going to be safe. I'm looking you right in the eye. I don't think you're good. There you go. Hey, all right. 
All right. So, we talked about driving. Now we got to talk about drinking. Because we all want y'all, y'all, to be safe while drinking. I'm seeing you drinking right now. I'm looking you right in the eye. Did you look you... at your drink before you took a drink? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Gotta be safe, man. Yeah. That wasn't safe. That wasn't safe. Gotta be safe. Also, could we be safe with those keys that you just took from somebody? Could be, there's a floor. We gotta be, yeah, we gotta be safe. We don't want to the We're Alpha, we're Alpha Kappa. We are the safety. Yeah. Word up, word up. Yeah. Because safety is built on trust, bro. And I trust you, bro. I trust you too. Hey, can we do a trust fall right now, bros? Trust fall? Can we do a trust fall right now? No, like. I feel bad. There's a lot of keys we Yeah. <laughs> trust fall? We're gonna do. We're gonna do a trust fall. Okay. We're gonna do a trust right. fall, but also need to mention, y'all don't know us. Y'all gave us your keys. That takes a lot of trust. Good on you. Good on you. Also, you give strangers your keys. Probably not safe. I just now put that together. So, are we, we're doing this trust fall, right? Let's do the trust fall. Okay, we're gonna do the trust fall. I'm gonna put the mic over here. That was safe. Thank you, bro. Thank yeah, you. that was safe, yo. That was, so, that was super safe, bro. Super safe, yo. That was so safe. Hey, bros. What's up? Yeah. Bros? Yeah. Think you need to go, bro, else? Yeah, there's probably folks that need to be safe somewhere else. I'm yeah, gonna go, go make sure. I'm yo, gonna be safe. Actually, you know what, bros? You probably. Oh yeah, we probably should distribute those. Oh, yeah. Some of those, what are those. These are mine, actually. We can yeah. take those. Yeah, I don't no. know why I gave my keys away. Yeah, okay. go to, give those keys back to the people who gave them to you. They're real nice people. All right, all right. Thank God they're gone. Hi everybody. My name's Joe Conroy. I'm the straight man for the Puffin Publishing Group. Please don't cheer for that. It's painful. So we got ourselves a really good show tonight. As Kevin mentioned earlier, we have a lot of authors and miscellaneous other people chained up downstairs. He forgot to mention the chain sanity. Okay, right. Should also mention, keep your arms, legs, other various types of limbs away from the authors. They will bite. They, they will absolutely bite. And probably just, you know, just be careful. But we got ourselves a dope-ass show. You duplicitous son of a bitch. <laughs> you everlasting gobstopper of bullshit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh... You gonna introduce me to your friends? I uh, sh probably shouldn't, but you know what? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jane Austen. That's right, Jane Austen, as you always pictured her. Jane, how did you get in here? What? You have me chained up downstairs for weeks! Oh wait, no, that was me, I did that. <laughs> yes, yes you did! Felt good too. Don't we forget to think. Kinda stinky though. Is there a shower? Is there a douche I could use? Uh, I don't think so, Jane. Douche is the French word for shower. Just now connecting, it's also another thing. <laughs> your, your verbiage is grand. Also, I left you chained up Away from the monocle. Acres and acres away. A whole yeah. nother time zone. A whole nother time zone. Yet I found you like a lost puppy dog. Jane, why are you here? What? Because if anyone should be at the Bath and Publishing Podcast, it's fucking Jane Austen, am I right? 
please don't encourage her. Dear God, please don't encourage her. I live off any feedback given. It's just kind of loud sounds. I never understand what anyone's actually saying to me. Okay, okay, okay. How dare you? Okay, Jane, 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 listen, listen. We wanted to bring everybody out, have a good show, and as the Alpha Kappa said earlier, keep everyone safe. You are the least safe author we have. Yeah, I'm kind of the picture of, like, road rage. Yes, absolutely. Should have seen me tear ass on the way here. In what? What? In what? A buggy. You tore ass in a buggy? Yes. I have so many questions, most of Where did I find a buggy? Well, no. That's for me to know. And you to find out. That's fair. Aren't I adorable? Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yes. Yes. So, tell me, what was the first episode of the Puff and Publishing Podcast called? Oh, God. What was the first episode of the Puff and Publishing Podcast called? Jane Austen's Steamy Reads. Yes, I remember. I distinctly... I know you already said it. I'm going to keep going with this bit. Did, is it called Joe Conroy Say Funny Thing? Is it called Joe Conroy Do Crowd Work? No, it's Jane Austen's Steamy Reads. You did, I'm the lynch, I hold this operation together. Well, so what if you're the first act, first recording on our podcast? That doesn't mean you I are the lynch. I built you, I made you, like God. Not saying I am God. Don't want to make that guy mad, he has lightning. However, I'm saying that if you squint, kind of a Jesus thing. I just see like a baby in a carriage type of deal. Is that a bonnet? That's my aesthetic. That's a bonnet. What? That's a bonnet. Yes, absolutely. A Keeps bonnet. Keeps the sun off my face and the baby food off of my blouse. I'm very mature. Say, Joe, Joseph, I have another question for you. Oh, God. I'm really doubting this one, but okay. Sure. Jane, go ahead. Fire away. Fire away. Give me, give me one. How tall are you? Why is that relevant? Do I ask you the root of every one of your fucking questions? Yes, How often. tall are you? I'm like 6'4". 6'4"? Six, four, six... Six, four? I didn't know they stacked shit that high. <laughs> I'm so pissed I could shit. Six foot four, just a big old one. I'm here for a reason. Why didn't you invite me? I thought I made that... Very, very vocally clear. I don't listen when you talk. <laughs> Banana. Thank you for naming my favorite fruit. But regardless... I know so much about you. Uh, yes, you do, unfortunately. Age, sex, location. <laughs> Social security number. List of turn-ons. I'm not going to use it against you. I just know a lot about you. We converse, Joseph. We've been doing a podcast for ten fucking months. Okay. Are you doing a charades bit? <laughs> Hold on, first word. Douchebag. <laughs> did I get it right? <laughs> they say I did. Majority listen, rule. Listen, they don't know That's what why you're capable president. They don't know why what you're capable of. They really, really do not know what you're capable of, Jane. They don't know the limits of my power, that's correct. Your first novel is about sex. You know what? Fuck They're this. all about sex! It's like my whole bag. 
Nope. I give up. Give up. Fuck you, Jane. Oh, I've made him mad. Good. That didn't work.
you know, going from old to the horrifying, and now here, I get to the best of both worlds. <laughs> Missed my cue. Uh, so earlier, uh, I was I was downstairs during that, and because I missed my cue, I was writing jokes about Christmas because that's timely. Also, where'd my watch go? Oh boy. Uh, so it's it's all, we're off to a good start. Did you guys have a good Christmas, everyone, or holiday? Uh, uh, you guys you guys got good stuff and everything. Uh, mine was mine was pretty good. A lot of traveling, as I mentioned earlier, like super busy and everything like that. But it was still a pretty good time. I still enjoyed myself. Uh, I got what did I get? I got um, a box of DVDs um, so I can have a bunch of movies that I don't have time to to watch. Oh, you got nothing, you fool! Oh boy. Uh, oh hey. Oh boy, hey. Uh, may 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 I help you? You... <laughs> I said you got nothing. I... Don't you remember? Christmas never happened this year. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, Christmas didn't happen. I, how did I forget that? Exactly. I don't know exactly how you forget it. You're up here talking about, oh, I got a box of DVDs. <laughs> Maybe a few books. Maybe that one dildo that I always wanted, that Santa... Hey, 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 I know everything! Okay, that's great. But I don't know something. I don't know who you is. Is it really not that obvious? Do I need to start rhyming for you? I can't rhyme fully normally, but I'm insane. Hello! Okay, so let's restart this. Hi, hello. Hello. My name is Theodore Geisel, also known as Dr. Seuss. Oh, Dr. Seuss. And yeah. I'm crazy. Uh, you're something, all right. Yes, absolutely. Um, are um, right, okay? So you're Dr. Seuss. Yes. Um, and you're saying there's no Christmas? Is that an allusion to the the thing? The no, I literally stole Christmas. You what? <laughs> Is this really that surprising that I stole Christmas of all holidays? Well, how did I remember having a Christmas? What well, if I didn't remember think... anything else? <laughs> well, I stole your Christmas memories as well. Kind of. I, I left you... some in there because they're way too dirty. I coming. think what happened is you meant to steal my Christmas memories, but you took all my other memories, and the only memories I have are the Christmas ones. Hold on. Two mics. Two. God damn it! All right. Yes, I didn't steal your Christmas, but I stole all of your Christmases. No, I stole not your Christmas. Christmas and your Christmas and no, I think I left your Christmas. Your Christmas was. That was nice. Of your you. Christmas was sad enough already. Aww, that's sad. Why would you steal Christmas? Is I it literally wrote the book on stealing Christmas. Yeah, I think it makes a it makes a point. Um. But why? Is in the book uh, it's because his heart's too small. Do you have a small heart? No, I don't have a heart at all. Is it small? Is it no heart? No, like I Michael's... quite literally don't have a heart. Then what pumps blood through your veins? Other people's hearts? <laughs> like an IV? 
Like an IV? Or? No, I literally go around and steal people's hearts out of their bodies. Do you? So you steal Christmas? You steal? What hearts? about? I'm crazy. Do you not understand? I don't know. Wait. Okay. So uh, you stole Christmas. You stole hearts. Is there anything else that you steal? He asks uh, knowingly. Let's see. Let's see. What else do I steal? Well, roast beast. No, that's. Did you Christmas. say roast beef? Ro- no, roast beast. <laughs> roast beast. You know. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Roast beast, okay. Yes, I steal roast beast. I steal things and bobs and boos and booms and booms and billities and boos and boos and They're words. They're words, I tell you. No, they're, they're words not. because I say they're words. They're not words. Why do you gotta make up words? They're you words so- because I say they're words. It's like you coming up to me and saying, oh, hi, I have words. Well, regardless. I have your, I don't have your Christmas, but I have your Christmas. And I have every other Christmas you're going to have. Christmas came so, late this year. Oh, shut up, Bernal. Sorry, I'm, I need to quit when I'm ahead. Well, or not let ahead. Me, well, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I will only give you Christmas back. And not you, you. No, okay. I will only give you Christmas back mm-hmm. if you're able to summon someone who embodies Christmas. Hmm? I don't think you can summon anyone who embodies Christmas now, can you? Someone who embodies embodies Christmas. 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 Someone who embodies Christmas. Someone who embodies Christmas. Oh, someone who embodies Christmas! Ladies and gentlemen, Santa Claus! Well, okay. More like Christmas. Well, okay, um, oh, okay, uh, okay, you can have your Christmas back. Hey! I'm taking this one. Yay. Hi, guys. It's me. One of the brothers, Grimm. The one who looks suspiciously like Matt Damon. We call Matt Damon Grimm. Are you okay? As long as you're all right, I'm here for your safety. Just like those nice gentlemen from the beginning. So, some of you, in fact, I'm going to say about a solid 98% of you, have no clue what I am or what I do. And that's okay. I'm famous once for betting my brother Heath Ledger Grimm <laughs> that he would not finish Cinderella and if he did it, I would consume my whole shoe. Cinderella is about a 16-page book, so you can look back, hindsight 2020, not a smart bet. <laughs> Being a man who doesn't learn, I bet the boys puffin that they would never have a live show. And in fact, if they ever got one, that I would eat my other shoe. And so here we are. (laughs) And now, for your viewing and listening pleasure, I shall consume my other shoe live on stage. (laughs) Thank you, Santa Claus, for this generous gift. Ah, a beautiful shoe. Fine German craftsmanship. 
And as my father always said, well, Matthew, you gotta bite into the ass end of a shoe sometime. <laughs> so this is going to take a little bit. <laughs> I hope you all blocked approximately 15 hours out of your schedule tonight. <laughs> Cause we're still on bite one. <laughs> Wow, look over there. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> you know, if you cannot get a horseshoe in one bite, this is something my mother said. My mother's in the audience tonight. That's a true story. <laughs> Do I make you proud, mama? <laughs> There are all sorts of mysteries in here. I think I hit the Cheeto layer of this seven layer clog dip. You didn't see that piece fall on the floor. It went right in the old shoe hole. Oh my God, is that JFK? So, you know how you like a puffy Cheeto to be crisp? <laughs> and maybe to not have been submerged in lunch meat for hours? <laughs> you have no idea what's going in the old smack mouth. <laughs> I'm having trouble getting to the third bite. I really, really don't want to do it. <laughs> Let's try the other side. Mmm, <laughs> so good. Oh, I've never tasted anything quite like this scintillating combination of French bread, Cheetos, salami, and licorice rope. Mmm, <laughs> delicious, goes down smooth. <laughs> so, hey, audience poll real fast. You ever been about three bites into eating a shoe on stage. <laughs> and kind of like, you start rethinking a couple of things <laughs> that got you to this point. Like, maybe computer science was a great idea. <laughs> Seems like a career that has only ever increasing employment opportunities. <laughs> and here I am, for free. Three nibbles into this horse shit. <laughs> now this reminds me of a story from my childhood. My papa, before he tucked me into bed at night, he used to say, Matthew, one day, and I do not know if this day will ever come, you'll be consuming a shoe live on stage. <laughs> And when that moment comes, just remember, don't. <laughs> I've carried those words with me all of my life. And yet, here we stand. <laughs> this is the hill I'm going to die on. Not the hill of censorship, <laughs> 
Or like anti-censorship, I don't like censorship. <laughs> not like the next human rights group in need of saving, not like even just a real passion for a woman. <laughs> no, the hill I'm going to die on is one hastily assembled in a middle-income household earlier this very evening. This jewel might just kill me. And in tasting it, yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty likely. I have to be at work at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning <laughs> with a gullet full of soggy Cheeto. <laughs> wow, is that a UFO? <laughs> it is done. <laughs> Thank you. Please do as I say, not as I do. Don't eat a shoe on stage, you idiot. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's me, W.E.B. Griffin. I'm the guy that writes all those war books you see. You know, the war books, like, War, and army, and helicopter battle. That's me, I write all those. My name is always in the same font and the title's always in the same font. And it's always like war stuff because I love war. War is like so cool. Uh, and I'm here um, as Puffin's new character that they're introducing tonight at the live show. The thing on the Facebook poll with the second most votes. I'm here to talk about my new book. It's called War General. And it's about this war general. And he's getting ready to get married. And his wife's like, war general husband, I'm so happy that you're leaving behind that life. And he's like, i do it for you, honey, because I love you. And then all of a sudden, a helicopter lands. And a bunch of bad guys come out with the guns and they start shooting. And he says... What? It's me, Tom Clancy, the other war writer. Oh, no. I wrote war classics like The Hunt for Red October and Boom. <laughs> First off, is your mic on? No. Make sure to turn your mic on so the folks can hear okay. you. Okay. Wow. This reminds me of the vocal effects in World War One. You would know a lot about that. Know what else you'd know a lot about? Leaving me and my platoon behind in the war. Which one? We've been in a lot of wars together. The one in which we were in the shit. We Again, were back there. A little bit more specific, because in war, there's a lot of shit. The one with the bullets. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I was there, and I was with my platoon and my squad, and you said that you'd be right back in the helicopter to take us away. And you know what? You never came. That's because I got shit with the bullet. Whatever. Listen, it's not like you didn't leave me in the war before that. I would never. I'm a good army guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're a sad army guy is what you are, Griffith. I am not. I'm a proud army guy, and I'm proud of this country. I've served this country, too, and I'm proud of it. See, I did it twice. That makes me more American. Oh, it's yeah. on now. Oh. oh. 
Tom Clancy, my most bitter rival, there's only one way to settle our differences once and for all. Griffith. I'm a man, an American man. No, there's only one way to do this. Griffith, let's be real here. We're both men here. We're both two strong American men. We're both strong men with rippling muscly bodies and scars glistening in sweat and blood and blood. No, there's only one way to settle our differences other than the thing that the audience is yelling at us. And that is the thing we know best. War! We told you the rules, guys. Audience said kiss, you guys didn't kiss. I don't care. I don't care that you're both war boys. You guys get downstairs. Get down, go, no, go. Both Hold up, before we do that. I'm an American, and if there's one thing that Americans are, it's not horrible people that go back on their word to large groups of people that they've promised that they'll take care of. Clancy, you okay? Clancy. Never been better. <laughs> so sorry. Very sorry. Seems like a good time, Mookie. Sure thing, Pookie. Yeah. Pretty good night for some crime. Yeah, seems like the perfect time and or place for some crime. For the listening audience, we are turning out to the audience for effect. It punctuates our humor <laughs> and our sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, oh no, you first. Oh, excuse me. Pookie. Oh no, pardon. We're stuck in a Canadian standoff. We are. Listen, Pookie, you know exactly why we're committing crime indoors tonight, right? That's right. Because of the person. The person who commits acts. But X. with an X. Right, X with an X. Yeah. For, okay, let's spell this out. A-C-T-S. That's the first one. Commits X with an X. Yeah. Not gonna spell, they know how to spell yeah. that one. Yeah, no. They're adults. They know how to spell. Don't you? You should. Are you underprivileged and undereducated like us that led you to a life of crime? Never received the education you could have had if the higher-ups had given you the opportunities? Remember the Occupy movement? I remember that. Let's bring it back tonight in force. Did you bring the crime stuff? 
I did bring the crime stuff. Okay. Yeah. All it's, right. It's hidden, though. In the nook. It's by... The nook? The crane. You're the one guy that bought a nook? The one guy. Yeah, no. I'm a Kindle man myself. It's under the nook. Okay. By the cranny. Okay. Well, I'll go investigate the cranny. You do that. I hope he's okay, though. There's this figure going around the streets. He's called the Hatchet. No one knows who he is, but he's beating up street toughs like us. Hurting us, trying to do legitimate, illegitimate business. <laughs> and he does it with a hatchet or potentially a very small axe. They're very hard to tell the difference to, and no one knows the difference because they're usually getting brutally murdered and chopped apart in the street at night. It's very hard to get an accurate eyewitness when you're missing limbs and or head. Which is what I like to do to criminals. Oh, God! Oh, God! That's right, it's me. The hatchet. Not the hatchet! That's right. Or is it a small axe? We're unclear. Even he doesn't know! That's right, I'm shrouded in mystery. For instance, who am I? I wear a mask. I don't know! You don't know? I can't tell! That's part of the fun. I'm blinded with fear! And I'm blind for real. You can't see it because I wear a mask. I can't see a dang thing. I'm always squinting all the time. I'm functionally blind. So audience, you're gonna have to help me catch this criminal. Well, if he doesn't, can't see me, then I'll just hide over here. Audience, where's that criminal? To your left. To my left? Yeah. Is the criminal over here? No, I'm not. Criminal, come No, on. I'm not. Where's no, I'm not. that criminal? I'm not. I'm moving. Did I, I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm out of functional space here. Did you lie to me, audience? Yes, they did. Where's that criminal? To my right. Okay, no, I'll he's not. You again. No, he's not. It was You're funny right. the first time. Don't, don't actually tell We're him where I am. Got him. Hey, if I fall down some stairs, you'll stop me, right? Sure. Hey, no, I. We had a pact, and you almost violated it. I almost fell down those darn stairs. You never catch me, Hatchet. Oh, uh, come on. All right, audience. Okay, I know something that'll get this guy good. So I need you all to say, "Crimer, no criming." And that'll stop him dead in the strikes. So, say it with me. Crimer, no crimin. Don't you snitch crimer, on me. Crimer, no crimin. I swear to God, this isn't... Crimer, He's no moving the axe. This isn't funny. no crimin. Don't, oh Oops. God. Yeah. Hey, don't Thank fucking dime on me like this, guys. You've been a great help. I'm going to drag this funny. criminal off and murder him. He's going to murder me. I've taken the law into my own hands. Don't. I kind of oh don't give God. a fuck. Oh, That's God. Oh, God. And seen. That's right. That's right. Now, in that last sketch, we had a lot of fun. Yes, I had a lot did. of fun. I you did. can tell by the look on my face. Yeah. But you know what isn't a lot of fun, Kevin? What's that, Justin? St. Louis, the fair city, has been riddled with a crime problem for many a year. Crime. That's right. And no, and it's no laughing matter. I need you all to stop fucking laughing. Yeah, no. You know what's not funny? Someone getting brutally murdered. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. That's, that's not, not a joke. Why are you laughing? I laugh to keep from weeping. Good. It's so sad. Yeah. So that's why we at the Puff and Publishing Podcast have partnered up with No Crime STL. 
None. No crystal. No crystal. That's what no we crystal. call it. No crystal. Crystal cause crime. You saw Breaking Bad. That it does. That's right. And so, to raise awareness of crime, to bring some joy back to our fair city, we're going to bring the rest of the Puffin Boys out for some local humor. They say, in any good live performance, when you go to a city, you gotta do some stuff just for the crowd at home. So we're gonna engage in some local humor. Humor number one. When I'm looking for an eatery here in the St. Louis area, I can never find one. Why, it always throws me for the loop. (laughs) (laughs) Having a good baseball team I wasn't aware that that was in the cards. Uh, uh. Oh, that one got me in my belly. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always hungry. It seems like trying to get a good meal here, I'm always going up the hill. The hill. That's right. Boy, you know... Anyone that knows me knows I'm a guy that loves me some hockey. But man, that win-lose record, I don't think we're winning enough. It really gives me the blues. <laughs> Chick get it? Second place in what? The Big Loser Town Convention? Man, standing up here is making my legs tired. I'd like to sit in a chair from Carol House Furniture. not funny for like a minute ago. But Mark McGuire! <laughs> Kurt Warner! My sports references are... John Hill! John Hill! Uh, James Gunn! Oh, uh, 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 Jesse Fisher! Lucy Clark! Lucy Clark! I like half the cast of The Office! Uh, uh, Superstar on NBC! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's take this one back down a little bit. Yo, guys, we gotta calm down a little bit. We gotta calm down. We got a little rowdy. A man was almost murdered on stage a little bit ago. Did you see that? So we are going to take things down a notch. We're going to bring it down another level. We're going to bring you some live sleep tape recordings from the captain himself, Captain Clive Cussler. Woo! 
if you don't know, is Captain Clive Cussler. I've sailed many a sea and ridden many a ship. And in my travels, I've heard many a sound that has soothed my body into a cataconic state. I have recorded many of these sounds and sell them in a collection, a 15 VHS collection for you to listen on your TV for only a small price of $15.95 in three, three installments or the true location of Amelia Earhart. I can't find her and I miss her so much. So today, in order to soothe the wild, laughing hyena beast that is within us all, I will now give you some of my glorious sounds. Hold on. Okay. Alright, that... That wasn't me prepping, that was the first track. That is the sound of a manatee getting hit by a Colombian drug trafficking motorboat. <laughs> and uh, now, now uh, let's take things, uh, let's get a little uh, exotic with the sound of a rare lionfish trapped in a too small tank of a rich eccentric Wall Streeter. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It goes off a bit. Um, all right, now, now, now this is a good one. This one's good. Who here likes whales? Who here likes? Well, yeah, no, I don't like them either. They're sassy and entitled. They're handing out participation buoys just left and right. Oh, look at me, I have a complex social structure. Big fucking what? You know what else does? <laughs> fucking jellyfish, and they don't get excited. So uh, here, here is the uh, rare whinging of a right whale. Sorry, I, I doze off again. God, this, it, it, you know, it just gets me. After years of being on the sea like that. Now, close it off. I'm gonna give you guys my closer. If anyone here is awake, then I'm just gonna keep going. So y'all better be asleep by the time I'm done. This is the sound of the majestic, true champion of the ocean, the oil tanker. <laughs> All right, Johnny, can I start the boat? <laughs> okay, Roy, just start it. J just pull the ignition. All right. All right, hold on. I think it's out of gas. 
fucking with me? The oil tanker is out of gas? Yeah, I know, there's a real irony to that. I don't know what it is, it just, it just gets me at times. You know, there's something real existential about working on an oil or oil tanker. Wow. Look at all those resting, peaceful faces. My work here is done. Thank you, Clive. I'm just Kevin Landing. I'm not like a, a wacky character or anything. Um, hey, uh, small, small audience circuit poll right now. Whose mouth tastes like salami? Because for some unexplained reason, mine sure as shit does. Oh, look. Oh. Monocle, I swear to God we're going to clean this up. I'm not just going to leave you with stray lunch meat and the odd Cheeto. We're responsible young men. One of us is a superhero. We'll figure it out. So, I wanted to talk. I trust you, right? Like, as an audience, like, we can trust each other. I feel like we've built up a rapport tonight where I say something hilarious. You laugh. So I want to confess something to you. And this is, I kind of, I'm putting a stop to the show to talk to you about something that I really, like, actually, genuinely care about. I believe in my whole heart. And I've, and I've, and I've covered this. I've got, I've got a lot of census data to back this up. I believe in my whole heart that every single one of my friends is secretly <laughs> trying to Oh is that a awake. yawn or a boo? I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who? I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not. I'm not quite sure who this is. What? Um, I'm sorry. I'm late. Hey, I'm bud. Mm, I'm sorry. Doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Are we gonna turn into like a homeless PSA? No, no, no. I, I fell. I'm sorry. I'm late. I fell. Asleep. I slept through my alarm. You slept through your. Oh. Are you Washington Irving? Yeah, I'm the new character. I'm gonna be here. Your no. Hey, bud. Yeah. We already had. Two new characters. Oh. You're a little late. Oh. You slept through your alarm? Oh, Weren't you supposed to be on our election night show and you never showed? Yeah, yeah. Have you been asleep since November 8th? Uh, before that, actually. Before I... November 8th? Yeah. No, I can't remember anything before November 8th. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Feels uh, like a different lifetime. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry about that. <sighs> Can you eat food? The beard is entirely covering your mouth. There's a mouth hole somewhere. <laughs> Melville in your naturally occurring beard. Yo, yo. You're silken. For a man who's been asleep for two months, yeah. you're conditioning an awful lot. I don't know. I don't. Uh, anyway, no. It, I I was going to come on the President's Day or the election episode. The election night, like, yeah. Because I have um, song parodies. You know that that's not what we're doing here, right? Well, I know, but I'm here, like. So you're gonna. So you just presumed that I would let you on stage to do your shtick? I mean, all right. Yeah. Okay, so I do political song parodies, uh, much like uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, and, and Known for his political humor. Well, he does song parodies. He mostly um, sings about food. That's, that's true, but like, anyway, so I got some songs, and, and I'm, I'm sure... That they've that they've they're that they're like, not dated at all. No, absolutely. Considering that you fell asleep before election night. Yeah, no, no, I, I got them. That they are as up to the minute 
as November 7th, 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the button is so hot. Yeah, like, uh, you're going to press it. Uh, I, got a, I got a song. Oh, let's go ahead and start. Um, uh, uh, you know that song, uh, Steve Miller Band, Joker? Keenly aware. Okay. She's a Clinton. She's not quitting. She's president. You know that she won the election. Trump felt rejection. Our prez is a woman. Right? Okay. Uh, and then, I'm really uh, glad you told me what song that was, uh, because if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't really well, know you'll what know the this fuck one. It's did. about our current president right now, our current president-elect, to the tune of Let It Be, Hillary, 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 yeah, Hillary, 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 and then uh, Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Uh, Philadelphia, Wisconsin, ooh, the vote she got him. Michigan, Florida, uh, lots of votes recorded. I know that Trump got some votes, but Hillary got some all. Uh, and then here's a parody of a song by my favorite artist, one who's very much still alive, uh, Prince, to the tune of Purple Rain. Wait, when the fuck did you fall asleep? He's Tim Kane, he's Tim Kane. He's Tim Kane. He's Tim Kane. He's Tim Kane. And then, uh, oh, oh, uh, another one of my favorite uh, artists, uh, George Michael. Uh, last campaign, you didn't do well. Obama took the nom and he ran like hell. But this year, you kick into high gear and you're now our current president elect. What you're missing is jokes. <laughs> You, you kind of construct song parodies in the same way that Pokemon conduct conversation. Just kind of saying names over and over again. No, did you not want a live critique? Are we not riff-tracking your fucking political songs? I thought, no, I just political thought, songs? I thought this was gonna do, are these not good? I, mm, they're as stale as the Cheetos I tried to consume earlier. That's a callback to wait, something you were probably it, asleep for. Wait, but Hillary's the president-elect and they're... <sighs> Who wants to tell him? Wait, you mean to tell me that horrible monster won the election? That happened? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's very but Prince and George Michael are still alive, right? You know what? Yeah, I'll give you that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Prince and George Michael, oh. live it and kick it. Bowie, live as the day he was born. Oh, great, cool. I knew There's the probably a fourth one. I knew the force was strong with him. Ah, oh, man, I'm so happy. Oh. I don't get it, what happens? <laughs> what so, okay, do you have like, something to get you off my stage, like a big, you've wasted a lot of their time. Oh, okay, sorry, no, I'll... Oh, we're hurting each other's feelings. <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. This is a podcast uh, about love. Um, I'll, that's, that's fine, I can, I can leave. You in cahoots with me? I just thought that, you knew I've been thinking about it, I know. Well, I made up my mind I'm not wasting any more time Here I go again with Ken Bone Wearing the red sweater that he owns Asking candidates about coal And you know what he Pregnant women, human suffering. Here I go again with Ken Bone. Asking candidates about coal. 
Yes, tell me a joke. Tell, tell, please, tell me a joke. You ever notice how black people drive like this? No, 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 two kids come on who are like, like five and six. Uh-huh. You were born in 94. Uh-huh. Skipped a few years. We don't know what year it's about. I hit the exact point where the Extremely Goofy movie came out in 2000, on Leap Day 2000, and then I leaped to late December 2016. What's so fucking hard to get about that? Okay, okay, kids, kids, you gotta understand present. the, the, yeah, yeah, no, I see you're present, but you guys gotta understand the basis of comedy. You have to have a setup, then a punchline, and then Yeah, Vern taught us that earlier. No, I want to set up, no, okay, knock, knock. Who's there? I'm not allowed to talk to strangers. <laughs> Mom! Mom, there's a tall man at the door! He's six foot four, like a Oh god fucking damn it. Callbacks. That's a part of comedy. It is. Oh god. Funny voices. Part of com weird hats. Got that in spades. Oh, and impressions. Oh yeah, impressions. Alright, alright. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. I think, I think you kids get, like, the basis of comedy here. Wait, no, let me do one, okay. Okay, go ahead, Sally. Huge, hold on. Huge, wait, I'm gonna get it. Huge, hold on. Yeah. Grab him by the pussy, okay, I got it. Oh my god, where did you kids learn that language? That was a real porky pig kind of situation. How, the president can say it, I can say it too. No, the president didn't, wait, go. What? Obama said it. Oh God. You heard? Yeah. Where's he going? Hey. 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 Listen. I made a wish. Listen. For five dollars in that fountain. Wait. Where do you learn that language? How old are you? You guys can't tell me anything. God, I'm going and getting burned. He can handle this shit. I can't. I've been. Burn! I have the clarity of a child. I'm actually. I'm actually 23. <laughs> this is the day my innocence died. Hey. Let's go split it. What do kids drink nowadays? Is it still Jolt Cola? I think it's Tab. Yeah. Let's go split a Tab. <laughs> Pretend I'm not here. Another sponsor. 
Maybe I should introduce who's next. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. H.P. Lovegrad. Hello everyone, my name is H.P. Lovecraft, and welcome to Lovecraft Loves Crafts. <laughs> In, the Puffin Boys kindly, kindly asked me to come up here and emulate one of the culture's finest painters. However, I am not allowed to paint for some reason, maybe because all my paint contains copious, copious amounts of lead, but, uh, as that all aside, my name is H.P. Lovecraft, and today, since I don't have paint, I have to use a big ass sharpie. So you're going to have to deal with it. Understand? <laughs> understand? 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 Of course. So me as H.P. Lovecraft, I have to keep mentioning that. It's kind of one of my things. However, I am here to draw some of your deepest, darkest nightmares. Yes, I'm going straight into your mind. Straight into your mind. Yes, yours. Yes, yours. Yeah, wave to the audience. Hello. Say, yes. I'm not, talk I'm not talking to that one, I'm talking to that one. Anyways, so I'm going to imagine. Oh, yes, I see it now. I see two lakes there. I see two lakes, and I see a grand tower with some, with some rivers going, oh, God. <laughs> Well, that is a dick. <laughs> well, let me try again, let me try again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 ha, ha. Okay, so I need to find someone else who I can haunt into their minds, minds. You. Yes, you. I can tell you tell puns. You sick fuck. <laughs> I'm going straight into your mind. I'm going to tell you exactly what nightmares lie in your mind. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. I see. I see one. I see one thing. It's like, it's like a cliff. But there's a second cliff right next to it. There's a second cliff. There's some water. Some more water for some reason higher up. Then, then wait. Wait. You know what? Fuck reading all of your minds. I am going to set the record straight on something. Understand? I am going to draw you my most famous creature because you all are getting it wrong. You know who I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah, y'all motherfuckers keep fucking that shit up. I thought I laid it out very clearly in he is an indescribable horror. For some reason, nobody can visualize something that doesn't have a form. So, fuck you, I'm going to draw Cthulhu. See? He has two, like, eyes here. They're like, dark and shit, dark and shit. He's like a he's like serpentine nose. And he has like a whole bunch of tentacles. 
tentacles coming out of his face, and they all have these things at the end of it then, like this, and this, and this, and this, and they're all like that, and that, and that, and that, and this, and that, and... This has been Arts and Crafts at Lovecraft. <laughs> Thanks, HP. All right, ladies and germs, we are about to start wrapping this show up for the evening. Did everybody have a good time? I asked you a question, did everybody have a good time? Ooh, it's, it's a yes or no question! Sorry, sorry. It's, I get, when I'm in performance space, I'm very in character. Yeah. I'm a method actor. Yeah. Still in the Jane thing. Yeah, yeah. you haven't stopped. Yeah, okay. So uh, we are about to start wrapping things up. If you enjoyed what you saw here, or even if you didn't, uh, the Puffin Publishing Podcast is a monthly podcast with a new episode released on the first of each and every month, which means we have a new episode coming out in just a couple days. Excellent. Yes, a new way to start out the new year. It's going to be great. Uh, you can find that on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google for some damn reason. Every single place where you can find podcasts, you can find ours. In addition, our own TVs. Kevin Lanigan has... Oh, oh, come on. Oh, come, oh, come on. Show your face. Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Yeah. Our own TV's Kevin Lanigan has actually produced a miniseries. Yes, yeah. Yeah, give him a round of applause. It is called, it is called Doom to You, and it is about the beauty of a loveless relationship. Or maybe a loveful relationship. I don't know. I haven't fully watched it yet. <laughs> Thanks, bud. You're welcome. I can watch it on my own damn time. You hold this microphone like I will, like super, like you're you're about to school me in a rap. I wasn't done. Please don't school me in a rap battle, Mr. Conroy. Is that cherry? That was delicious. I, it's fruit smoothie. It's, <laughs> I have a very exotic chapstick. And also, our own Vern Tooley has started a Kickstarter for his feature film, Pet Turtles. Went live a couple hours ago. Very exciting. It's a feature-length film called Pet Turtles, where a man's family turns into just that. So check it out. It's on Kickstarter. And we're very excited. Hope it does well. And so like those boys at the top of the show said, we want you all to have a good, safe night. Uh, Vern could not be with us up here on the stage no matter how okay. much he wanted to. Whose key is this? Mine. Mine? Get that key back to Shovelurgy. Okay, oh, stop giving your keys to people in hats. <laughs> Uh, but that about wraps us up. Uh, so please, uh, thank you to the Monocle for hosting us, providing us with the sound and the lights that we needed to do this. Um, and if nobody has anything else, then I guess that about does it for us. All right. Well then, if there be no further ado, then I pronounce this show. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I got the show to promote.
Someone cut the brakes on Mark Twain. That's right, it's me, I'm Mark Twain. <laughs> Y'all know me as... Unfortunately. A novelist, a satirist, a person who writes stuff. I do all three. Triple threat. And I'm here to promote my new show, which is happening right now. That's right. Have you ever heard of Hal Holbrook and his show Mark Twain Tonight? Well, no. The real Mark Twain has a show called Can a Brother Get a High Five? And it's happening right now. That's right. I'm Mark Twain, the real Mark Twain. I'm as authentic as the Mark Twain quote at the beginning of the kids' music video by MGMT. Another really good reference everyone's gonna get. Absolutely. So that's right. It's me, Mark Twain. And as I said, y'all know me as a novelist, a satirist, and stuff. But that ain't me. I just like writing stuff. I wrote stuff that was like cynical and critical of the times in which we're living. Probably, uh, y'all know me as writing mock, as uh, writing Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn. But you know what else I wrote? Celebrated jumping frog in Calaveras County. I wrote that. Uh, and I'm from here in Missouri, and where I'm from in Missouri, we refer to everyone by a racial epithet and then their first name. Uh, let's try it out here. Uh, you, sir, in the blue, uh, what's, what's your name? Drew. Drew. And Drew, what are your parents made out of? <laughs> what? Where are they from on the globe? Uh, can I say city? Chicago? No! Countries on the globe! <laughs> Okay, so England, Scotland, France, you would be Lime Kilt Wearing Frog Drew. <laughs> it works for everybody. Yo, you all ever had a pair? I have got a pair, they had them in the room down there. I don't know how I went my whole life without having a pair, but I just tried one for the first time in prison. This is a really good pair. I had, the pair I had downstairs was a little like juicy, a little like mealy, but this was pretty crisp. I like pears. That's the thing about me, Mark Twain. And that actually really is a good pair. So yeah, I'm from a place called Hannibal, Missouri. And uh, from Hannibal, uh, I, I work on boats. And that's where I got my name from, because we'd say, where's the mark? And then we'd say, it's between something. Because we all can't talk right. So that's me, Mark Twain. And, and, uh, and uh, the, the thing uh, you don't know about me, the place where the Puffin Publishing uh, house is, it's in a place called Banksburg, and I just got elected mayor over there. They said for some reason that it'd be good to elect an unfit individual like myself who just screams all bunch. Also, I'm gonna have to cut down on screaming because as you can tell, I'm losing my voice pretty bad. <laughs> also, another thing you don't know about me 
is I got a daughter who died. And there's a place here in Missouri where you can see her tombstone and you can see a poem I wrote about my daughter on the tombstone. And because it's the anniversary of my daughter Shania dying, <laughs> I would like to recite a po the poem I wrote about my dead daughter. It's called Ode to My Dead Daughter. Oh, daughter, what can be said? It makes me sad that you is dead. And that's the poem. And that's the thing. I'm Mark Twain, and because I wrote good stuff, I can say anything, and it's, it's I pretty up. And people can say just like, the stupidest stuff, and then say Mark Twain said it, and people are like, that's pretty smart. <laughs> they do it all the time on the internet, a thing that I don't really have a concept of, because I'm Mark Twain, I don't have internet in my time. But what they did have in, uh, in Mark Twain times is caves, and I wrote about caves a lot, I think, and, uh, and in my, and in my uh, stories, there's one story I wrote where Injun Joe, he was a Native American. We could have just called him Joe, but we called him Injun Joe because that was a defining characteristic. So anyway, my friend, Buffalo Jockey Joe was in a cave and he was starting to die, so he ate candle wax. That's gross. You know what he should have had instead? He should have had a pal. I like pears a lot. I just like eating pears. Also, I'm really thirsty too, so there's like juice in that that helps rehydrate me. What's another thing about me? You know the movie Tom and Huck? which I think has Jonathan Taylor Thomas in Okay, yeah. I wrote that. Rather, I wrote a book that was the inspiration for that. And uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I was looking at his IMDb, and under his trivia section, it said that he was considering going to college in Illinois. That's in his trivia section. Real fascinating barnstormer about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> No stories about home improvement. No stories about I'll be home for Christmas. He considered going to college in Illinois. That's great. Thanks, IMDb. I don't know about IMDb, but I know that I am Mark Twain. And I'm losing my voice. So I'm going to call the rest of the Puffin Boys up for a final thing. The pair start going down my throat. <laughs> I'm fine. There's the Puffin Boys. Thank you so much for coming out to our show. Justin Garberoff, Joe Conroy, Kevin Lanigan, also known as TV's Kevin, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and myself, I'm Mark Twain. Thanks for coming out. I'm going to get up out of this pair, and then we're going to do a company bow. Not like the bow of a boat, a thing I worked on and got my name from. Thank you. Oh. Thank you.
people who got drinks there. They're pretty good. Fire body. Thank you to everyone who came out to our first Puffin Live show, and thank you to everyone who just listened to it right now. As always, Puffin Publishing is TV's Kevin Lanigan, Joe Conroy, Justin Germeroff, and Vern Tooley. You can follow us on Twitter at PuffPubPod and like us on Facebook. If you want to leave us a little something to show us you appreciate everything we do, please go to digitaltipjar.com slash puffpubpod and leave us a little something. And if you don't have the scratch, hey, I get it. But go ahead and go over to iTunes and please, please, please rate and review our show. It helps us immeasurably rise up the iTunes charts and helps other people find your favorite show. That's right. We're your favorite show. We'll be back next month with another something extra special. And until then, stay puffin'. And if you don't want to stay puffin', well, you and I can settle that in the ring. I said, are you ready for the Survivor Series? Who will survive? children's writer Beatrix Potter. One way you can figure out how to recycle is use old clothing. I've got my old clothing by wearing this pelt that I shaved off of a polar bear carcass I found in the Arctic. It's very cozy. This has been a Talkback Podcast. Should have been gone!